All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Diamond Rivera of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast. And what you just saw was a visual from Makana Media out from the West Coast of a good friend of mine's, a special guest tonight. But before we get started, everyone, just to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Thubachataradio.com, where you can listen to this interview live and high quality. And today, people from the podcast, we're taking it to the Zoop world. I know you see bachata dancers, salsa dancers, videographers, photographers, DJs even, but I gotta show love to my Zook community, Zook dancers specifically. And we have all the way from New York City, a really good friend of mine, a diehard Nick fan, my boy Ifosa Uwa Omedi. Thanks for having me, man. My brother, my brother, man. Honestly, just from the first video we just saw, I mean, the fluidity, the just the connection, man. Just before we get started, man, before everything, I just want to know, how have you been? I've been doing well as one could be, especially with the times that's been going on, both the good and the bad. But today, right now, I am very sleepy because I have seasonal allergies, and you know how us men get... Whenever we get sick, yeah, it's like we gotta start writing our wills out. It's, it's about time to go. Tell our loved ones we gotta go by. Absolutely, man. I mean, just realizing, especially this year, um, yeah. as I've talked to many people, just how our dance world has become so vulnerable. We've realized that you know the events we love right now are not around that we're so used to going to, connecting with one another, um, but also realizing a year later. Um, Within our dance community, things are slowly opening up and having a platform like I do to bring artists and creatives on like yourself is important because for me, your stories matter. I mean, the experiences you've been through throughout the years within your dance career, um, the memories, the connections, the friendships, I mean, that you gain, they need to be told and heard about because you know, from years from now, when we're no longer around really dancing, we'll have these messages to kind of fall back on and, and showing kind of the new generation of how things were, how things are, but all also how things can be for the future. Yes, yes. I... Absolutely, man. And, you know, for me, as I've talked to you, especially in New York, our paths have crossed many times throughout the years, yep. especially at the one place I love, Stepping Out Dance Studios. Yes. Uh, which hosted ballroom events, West Coast swing events, uh, salsa events, bachata events, and really as of recently, uh, recent years, Zook events. Um, yep. From going to an event that I film regularly, Bachata Rosa. Love that. Um, and having Door and that collective and that team um, really appreciating the zoo community that was growing within New York and realizing people like Dor, people like Holly, but there's so many more, Jessica Lambden, Rael's and Zook, Charles Anosa, Emma. I mean, really the list goes on of Zook artists for me that have really been pushing the culture forward, seeing the appreciation, seeing the attention that Zook has gotten um, is awesome. As a videographer, uh, behind the scenes, I love it. And as we talked as well, I was actually in the works and planning to actually kind of uh, switch into the Zook dancing, filming. And that was my thing right before COVID hit. Um, but 
so everybody can know for the future, I will definitely be at Zook events in New York when things are much safer because I believe all communities need that love. But, you know, man, before before we really get started into it all, I mean, can we just give a big shout out to our New York Knicks? I oh, mean, oh, oh. nine straight. And right now, even though we're doing an interview, me and you are still looking at the score as we speak. Dog right now. <laughs> you know, right now, what's the score right now? It is 27-33, Knicks. All right. I mean, First quarter is about to end. Oh, 34 man. now. Rose has hit the free throw. Oh, thank you, man. Derek Rose. And, you know, Ifosa, for me, um, having, again, an artist like you means a lot because there's so many dancers that come in and out of our community. There's some of them, like, you know, realizing with, with artists and creatives, not all the time dances our life. We always have a, a life outside of it. We usually have the work life. Then the dance life is our social life. Yes. Um but realizing too, with COVID and it showed the vulnerability of our community, how things can change in a split second. Um, and one thing too, I have to say is, especially in New York with the Zook community, to see how Bakshata and Zook has really merged together uh, gracefully and the, the fusion and really just like the camaraderie, the collaboration between these different styles. Because I'm not going to lie to you. How many times I've seen, and I'm going to be totally honest, when it came to Sensual Bakshata, and I'm like, is this Zook? <laughs> For, at one point, I'm like, is this Zook or is this actual Bakshata? Oh you know, seeing, you know, kind of taking little bits and pieces from different styles. And that's what got me intrigued. I mean, uh, and now as we begin, really, as I always start, I love asking the artist, we know what you've done even on stage, through a video, through film, what events you've been to, but I love understanding how it all started, but also the person before the artistry. So if you want to kind of give us an understanding of who you are before dance. Oh, that's a, that's a loaded question, <laughs> but um, I'll do my best to answer it. So gotcha. before dance, I was studying mechanical engineering in my it was my last year so leading up to that let's go even back further yeah i was a very quiet kid observant but quiet mm -hmm. i kept to my i like i had friends good gr groups of people somehow they they stuck with me but yeah i didn't talk much i i actually could i had i controlled a lot of my mannerisms how i talked how i presented mm -hmm. myself just because i wanted to blend in they want to stir the pot. They want to stand out. Nothing. Mm. I still don't want to stand out now. That that doesn't happen. Much. Yeah. But either yeah. way, um, as I'm studying engineering, I find myself getting more and more less social. I'm not. Mm. I'm hermiting a lot more. Yeah. I'm in campus, but nothing's happening. I'm just in my room. I'm ordering Chinese food every Saturday. I'm not going now. You know, I'm in New York too, so there are things happening in New York, but I'm not yeah. really throwing myself out there. So mm, I got you. I decided yeah. one day, and with New York coming up, I need to do something different. Yeah, I need to really put myself out there and do something that is super uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. also cheap slash free because I'm okay. Okay. And I googled up some free things to do. I said dance. All right. I mean, I don't want dance and. Growing up, especially as a Nigerian, there's a lot of things. Mm. There's a lot of negative 
connotations around dance mm. and all that stuff, especially as a man. Not to say that's all that is, but it's just, it, it, it took some time mm-hmm. convincing my parents and everything. But once we did it, once I started engaging myself in dance, I started seeing myself open up a little bit more. Start mm-hmm. talking a little bit, start expressing myself. And then one day it just all clicked. And the dance I actually first started off with was trying to learn was tango. And oh. I tried that for two months because after two months, it became too expensive. Like the yeah. first month was free. And then <laughs> yeah. the other month was like, nah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Then I went to West Coast Swing and that's where it all took off. Like I, I fought my people over there in West Coast Swing. And then I just tried all these other dances within the same year, bachata, blues, fusion. Mm-hmm. Zook, all within the relatively the same year because in college I still gotta find some way to dance and save money at the same time. So a lot of volunteering, a lot of being at the door, talking to people, just trying to make sure that I can still be in the scene and in the community, but also make sure that I have enough to get back to my my dorm room. Mm. That's wow! Just hearing that already, and something you said just a little bit earlier was. Um, and it's also a topic that I've talked to many artists about is terms of like the family morals or values of yeah. or how they perceive what dance is, yeah. um, especially even in Latin households, African households, a lot of Caribbean. There is sometimes a negative connotation or negative view on dance when it comes to even friends of mine in the Asian community. Many of them, many of them have or many Asian families have this sentiment. Um, on how dance is not lucrative, dance is not profitable. That was the first conversation. Yeah, and having it's just an extracurricular activity that they feel is not going to put you in a position to succeed. But also, there are other family members as well that would say, with dance, it's not a male thing to do. There's a uh, an assumption on what they feel who should be dancing, um, and. Don't get me wrong, even when I was younger, it happened to me. Uh, but for me, I think too, um, having those experiences, uh, going to classes, meeting kids and people my age who look just like me, it was just another outlet for me to get into. Um, and I started to love it. And like you're saying, you got into it much later uh, yeah. in your college years and you studying mechanical engineering. But what I love to hear is you're actually more of a introvert than an extrovert because most people assume as dancers we're so social we love being around people so much but i'm loving the honesty and transparency of you telling us hey you know this is who i really am or who i was at one point and because when people probably see you they're not they don't see that you know (laughs) it's it's interesting like with dance it kind of activated certain things like Mm -hmm. That kept in just because of fear, and you know, I didn't really want to show out or do anything like that. It it sort of just pulled the things I had held within me deep down mm-hmm. and and brought it out, saying, "Yo, this is who you are. You gotta be cool with who you were before and who you are now, and who you're going to be. All them, all those three people gotta be really cool with each other. Just put yourself out there." And then as I spent more time in dance, I became more extrovert or somewhere in the middle. Mm, it changes I, depending on the day. 
It's funny. It's funny you say that because we have here uh, Panaki Goss saying, "Oh, Panaki, bro, if you don't stop, bro, introvert. That's new to the world. Can we do a fact check, please? I mean, we could do a fact check. Uh, <laughs> we could do what? I could take the Myers Briggs test again. Oh man. <laughs> and so now my question is, like you said, um, you went from Tango, um, and then you moved on to West Coast Swing. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand is this. That with many different styles, especially New York, when it comes to dance, which dance is like heavy in New York, yes. whether it's Broadway Dance Center, whatever studios it is, there's always some type of classes going on. Yes. Um, what were those initial um, experiences like kind of being in a West Coast swing compared oh. to then going into really the Zook scene? Okay. Is uh, the classes, the, the way, first off, the person I took classes first was with Jen, um, she taught me everything I knew, mm-hmm. like at the beginning stages, like that first month, you know, just like, there's a lot of anxiety with dance, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So she, I owe her a lot of that. But then my dance mom and dance parent, like my dance mom and dance father, my dance parents, Ken and Paula, like mm-hmm. they, I rolled with them for years. Like they, mm-hmm. they took, they, 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 ch- I owe them the the world mm. and just comparing how the you do you want to go into depth of the structure of how it was or like just yeah, I mean really just from your experience how it feels because like you know years later you kind of reminisce and how, yeah, how it, it all was, started. It was so with West Coast Swing, um they really go deep in especially with um I'll speak more on the Paul and Ken because I've stayed with them longer. Um they talk about the connection, they talk yeah. about they talk about the connection from jump. It's they do the footwork. They add the footwork on top of it, but it's the connection. Mm-hmm. Then the other principles like a turn, spins, and footwork. They try to make it the dance as simple yeah. and applicable, so that when you go out there in the wild, immediately you're, you're fine. You're golden. Mm. Like, I remember the first night I tried to dance. <laughs> terrible. Mm. Bad. Like, especially in, uh, this is my experience with West Coast Swing. It's just, they came at you regardless of whether you were a beginner or, <laughs> or, or you, you've been dancing for years. Oh, your bot, you, you, you could, you could walk, you have your arms, you could, you could do something. Boom. All right. They started doing all these different things. I'm like, yo, I, I don't even understand how the, the communication is working. Like, how, wait, I'm, who's I'm leading? Who? <laughs> who's leading? Yeah, I'm like, they, him, it's like, I'm leading like a pass or like I'm trying to lead a pass or right. I'm trying to walk because I don't know too many simple, too many complicated stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to like do a pass. So basically I'm here, my follows there. So they're trying to go. I, I wanted to go past me. Yeah. They hear the music and because the, the way it was, the way the dances, they hear the music and the liberty of West Coast Swing is mm-hmm. they, they 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 took over, they did it with the thing. I was like, oh wow. So when that was my first night trying. It took about three weeks to really understand. Yeah. <laughs> but then with Paul and Ken, that first night after teach, that first night after teaching, mm-hmm. everything made sense. Like mm-hmm. I, I did not have the time. I did not have the footwork down, but I understood the connection and the way they break it down to small bits and pieces. Yeah. I, I have a lifeline, so I could okay, uh-huh. whatever they they want to do, they can do it. I, I'll just get out the way. There were, it's either you do it with them or you get out the way, and that's it. Let them rock. 
come back, <laughs> come back after your lunch break or or the trip to the bathroom, and then you take credit for looking. You say you look good. That's it. I and it's funny you say that because especially when it comes to bachata and salsa, which yeah. I'm familiar with as well. Especially with bachata, I appreciate artists like Carlos Cinta. Edwin Ferreras, and what I mean by these two artists, because they focus on the fundamentals. They focus on the basics. Yeah. Because they tell people, hey, when you're getting into this, you have to understand, like, you know, you can do all the extra stuff, but doing the basics and the fundamentals oh. is also so much more enjoyable. And I enjoy it because I think, too, you can tell, and like you said, from your first time doing it, terrible. Love the honesty. Especially here when, you know, Jovan, Mr. Casanova, DJ Casanova here was, saying ruthless. I mean, it was bad for both of us, <laughs> me and the person, I, the people I was trying to dance with. I danced with three people that night at I, most. Oh my God. If Even I remember that. Jovan here laughing, saying maybe during COVID. <laughs> you know, man, I mean, he, he, he right a little bit. Yeah. You know, but for me, um, I love that you said, hey, uh, Ken and Paula taught you, you're giving ode to the people that really taught you because yes. sometimes people who have been dancing for a couple of years almost forget and kind of where it all started. Because for a lot of artists or dancers in general who just go to not even just one class, just like various classes, they're just learning from so many people. And I appreciate you saying from that experience that when you started your first like event that you went to, you knew you weren't ready, but those people kind of put you in that position of, you know, if you can get through this, like you said, after that night, you got it. It clicked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so my question is, of course, during West Coast Swing, though that initial time, what year was that? It was 2016. Mm. So I was That's about five years ago. Yeah, I was like 19, about to be 20. And those West Coast Swing socials, where would those normally be held? They at? would be at You Should Be Dancing, which is by, which used to be by right next to Penn Station. So that's for people asking, that's right next to Madison Square Garden. If you literally look left, depending on where you are, You Should Be Dancing was right there. And then also Stepping Out Studios. Oh, yeah. Later on. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> studios. I mean, for me, oh, man, I love that. At, at one point, I would even see dance sport. Dance yeah, oh, sport. That was another, that's another spot we used to go to as well. Yes. I, that's actually, I think, where I first saw you dancing. Yes. Remember, my question is, were you going to those events like uh, Las Chicas Locas when they would have the different? I used to go every now and then. Like, yeah. I, there was a time where I used to be, I, I was for me, I would say heavy into bachata then. Like yeah. there was this, there was there was a time. Um, not many people would know this, but there was a time, a year, where <laughs> I would just be in bachata classes, just the beginner, the beginner ones before the social. Mm. Because I mean, yeah, the, um, a couple of them came to Solas once. Like, yes. um, they Solas, came to Solas, yeah. and then they said, "Yo, we're doing bachata rosa," and I'm like, "Okay, all right, I'll go," because I danced with them, at, and me not. That was still during the time where I did not understand a lick of Zook. But mm -hmm. it was cool. So I was like, all right. Um, I showed up. I was like, all right, let me just. I liked it. So then I went to Bachata Rosa. And from there, it was just. I would go to. I would go there to Los Chicas Locas. And I went to mm -hmm. a couple other events that happened there, too. 
Yeah, the, Teresa, don't be surprised. There, there was there's a little time. There was a little time. 2017 was a wild time. Ooh, I, I, for me too. Yeah, that was, a, that was it was a wild time, man. So you know your initial times of you know from the West Coast swing. Yeah. That you know you would go to different social events. You get to meet people. Yes. Um, who were kind of the dancers you kind of remember during your initial phases wow. of getting into this kind of dance world? Oh, man, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of questions. Wow. <laughs> man, it's, I am. I it is there's so with West Coast Swing, it's been a while. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm struggling to remember every name. Especially with the way I got into Zook and just like every day I'm trying to store a different name. Or even not even just West Coast Swing, but yeah. even with Zook and Bachata. Like when you're getting into this kind of culture, into this scene, yeah. who are kind of the initial people you remember from those first, times? The first person that I remember, Aramis. Mm-hmm. And the reason is this. When I, went to, when I went to take a class with Jessica Landon, and this, yeah. was, this was a turn of time period. I think Henry was traveling. Mm-hmm. Aramis said the words that like got me to like really have Zook in my head. Like, yo, mm. dance West Coast Swing. One day, whenever you're ready, you'll get Zook. You'll understand it. Cause I thought it was it was difficult. I like I didn't yeah. understand it. It was it was similar to West Coast Swing, but like super difficult and super hard, especially with the yeah. bass. And it was just a it was a basic class. But again, when you're entering any dance, for me at least, every dance is difficult entering mm-hmm. it. Cause I'm not a natural, yeah. Like it's not natural to me. I, like I have mm-hmm. to really sit down, watch it, apply it, try again, over and over until it makes sense. So Aramis was like the first person I remember thinking about, and then also James too, DJ Power, and so yeah, James you Power. see another, you see another. That's like that's a brother right there, DJ. And so I'm like, okay. Regardless of how my night goes, I know there's always one. There's always one brother because. Whenever I go to him, I'm always like, all right, are we here? Like, are my people here? I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and then to see him DJing, and then he would always say, what's up? And then Jessica Lambden, that's another one who she would Thank always, goodness. like, always bubbly. And then Henry, yeah. when he also came back, I said, super. And then also Vinny as well. That's a, yeah. Vinny, Vinny I, I owe the world to when it comes to Zook. Like, I, man, man, save me. I would have. Left soup ten times over if it were, if it wasn't for Vinny, oh and then God. with Batata, mm-hmm. Door was oh yeah, Door, door was that dude. Like for me, he was like yo, my that my man and yourself as well. Like because we chopped it up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you two were like those dudes, and then there was um, correct me, uh, Alison, no, Alisa. Oh man, I'm blanking on her name. But like she would teach the beginner one-on-one classes at Bachata Rosa. And those were the only classes I would do whenever I would show up. It didn't matter how long I was doing it, or if I could go to mm-hmm. 102 or 103. I said, you know, <laughs> I'm coming to 101. I don't yeah. care. I just this is where I want to be. Cause I'm not ready. I want to make sure I feel good in, in my basics that I got my stepping right, my footwork, my turns. This is okay. That's it. That's the only class I would ever do. Man. It's crazy you say that because I definitely remember you at Bachata Rosa taking yeah. those classes. I think I had you in like a video for a few seconds and I was like, okay. Yeah, I was surprised. I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's like, 
and, and I tell people this as a videographer for me, I completely understand when people love the videos of the professionals, of the pros, yeah. the performances, the highlight people. For me, when I film, I film everyone. I film everyone because the same that. people that perform, you have to give it up for the same people that are paying their money to see you because if not, there would be no event. Yes. So giving that oath, giving that love to everyone means a lot because I once, I mean, for me, I've been dancing since I was five, understanding I know what it's like to not be the performer and just attending yeah. and you go to events and it's like, I just see promos of just the artists. What about the people that paid for it? And it's something so small to some people, but it means a lot to me. Um, and But it's also something you just said that I want to touch on. Um, I've done the same thing. What I mean is going to events to see people that look like me. Yeah. Because also when you're getting into different styles of dance, yes. when maybe you're getting into a different community yeah. and a different environment, um, I know what it's like myself. Um, I'm biracial at points when I was younger, being put in environments of kids that look nothing like me, that know nothing I know, that only yeah. question my validity of who I am. Yeah. And I've had those experiences when I was young. I've even had those experiences in dance. When I see a person who kind of who looks like me, and maybe I'm in an event that there's not many people of color because it does happen, yeah. we do do those occasional look at each other like, yeah, right, you, know. Like that. <laughs> yeah. you know, the brothers yeah. in town, the color, the people of color in town, yeah. and and people can not understand that, but it's true. I mean, not many of us would admit it, but I do. Um, even also me being biracial. I also get the questions of how, how are you biracial? When I tell people, and, and this is for many people who would love to know, yes. I'm Polish, Hungarian, Puerto Rican, and African-American. When I tell people this and they say, how? Already you're questioning my, what, what, I'm, what I am, but- I was decided before you. Sometimes too, it's it's really shocking because I'm in a world that I think everyone is accepting and understanding, but there's also people who are naive. Yes. There are also yes. people that ask questions, maybe of course out of curiosity, mm -hmm. but also do not understand the offensive undertone, the microaggressions, yes. you might say. Like when I go to an event and somebody says, Oh, you must know how to dance this. Oh. You know, and for me now, and I want to get to the nitty gritty of this, but we before can. you know, oh, I see Javon saying facts, put the people who are paying my bills. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, hey, that's going to get people to really uh, attend these events more because they say, hey, if the pros can do it, I can do it. And that's a good yeah. thing. But also, Panaki says, I respect that. Very important to show love everyone, artists and yeah. attendees. Panaki's a good man. Absolutely. And and that's how I feel. So what I mean getting to the nitty gritty is from my, I want to know from you coming into this dance world, being a Nigerian man, coming into tango, coming into West Coast swing, eventually dipping into Zouk. When you first started, were there ever those moments of microaggressions or questions that people would ask you? Um, yes. Actually, to be more accurate, there were more questions I had for myself, really. Mm. Like, I didn't get approached as much. And, and if anybody knows me, um, 
my I don't really smile as much. Not that I yeah it's intended or anything like that, but it's just like when I'm dancing or anything, like I'm raised, I'm pretty much focused on it. So yes. I'm trying to like understand it and just get through that moment. But mm-hmm. so being a black man of you know a particular size, a big size and everything, there's it, it comes off as well not not to me, but it comes off as intimidating and imposing. So there were a lot of, especially this, I didn't really, I experienced it in Tango and in West Coast Swing, but with West Coast Swing, everybody was super friendly that I didn't really understand if how it was like. There, there may have been one or two people that were just, but to be honest, when I came into Zook, this was my biggest issue. Like I was, like I had a lot, there were a lot of nights where I'm like, yo, and because we're also in the bar setting, not that yeah. you know, it's not in the ba- it's not a bad thing, but it's like there's a you got a random black guy who's coming to asking you to dance. You don't know where he's from. He's mm-hmm. he hasn't been around the scene, so there's a lot of things like yo, like who's this guy? What's his intention? Yeah. That's so I had a lot of questions for myself. It's like yo, why are people not dancing with me? Why are people not being mm-hmm. friendly? I'm like yo, I'm trying to say hi. There were there were a lot of great people, like you know, Jerry, mm-hmm. Andrea, who. You know, how paved the path, how me get in and say hello, say what they always say, what's up? Yeah, and with Vinny and them, but like there were just a lot of nights where I'm like, all right, I'm here from the beginning, here to the end, and maybe like one or two people have danced with me. And like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm asking, like, people just like, you see, you see the little, yeah. the little clutch of the bag, the little sidestep, the little blazer to the other side. It's, it's, and it was just like, it was frustrating. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure this is the community does not tend to be like that. But again, with when with all these things, we bring our issues into it. When any yes. kind of group, we bring our issues into it. Mm-hmm. So it's a dark night. You bring in a black man or myself mm-hmm. with big size. I like back then I probably weighed like two sixty something. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bigger now, but um, is like people just do a little avoiding like because they don't really they don't know you they don't trust your attention yeah. so they would never say it to your face which is something mm-hmm. but they would just do the avoid the avoiding and i'm like all right i don't know which is probably the reason why i i hated soup for a while because i'm like yo all right nobody wants to dance with me because i'm black or because yeah. i'm or because i'm whack and i was mm-hmm. i'm like all right i can't change being black and then yeah the idea of getting good just to get dances bothered me yeah and, and like and, and it's something i lived with all my life you have to be the you have to work twice as hard mm-hmm. just to get half the result i'm like yo i'm trying to come in and enjoy myself mm-hmm. this this ain't really that serious i'm just i was so i would be open that none of this would happen but i mean yeah that that first like that first two years is just that's why i was bouncing around from scene to scene Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? I stuck. I stuck with because like they they didn't really care. Like yeah. you know, they said come through. Like you you don't you don't really like it was super welcoming. But with Zuka, it was just like a problem. It was a struggle. And it's it's crazy you say that because well, people kind of know you for being in the Zuka community. Yeah. But they don't understand the experiences you went through to persevere because yeah. people just think honestly. I don't know why sometimes that it's just an easy transition. Oh, it's coming into a community. But the same 
people have to understand when you're going to dance events, that's about four, five, six hours of yes. fun. But right after that, you're back in the real world. Yes. And you talking about those moments of seeing people or women clutching their purses, giving you those little microaggressions that you actually vividly see that somebody else might not understand. Yep. Um, even with me growing up in the dance scene, my biggest thing was, and I, in a weird way, I loved it, was, mm -hmm. and whoever's listening, I hope you understand, um, especially in the salsa scene, for many times it was a big issue with women, was they always wanted to dance with a guy that quote unquote looks the part looks really good, has a nice physique, nice hair, everything looks great. Um, and I would love to because what I would personally do, I would, you know, I would have the same issues at one point was I would go to socials and a lot of women who didn't see me at the DJ booth hanging with the DJs uh, would be hesitant to dance with me because they didn't know me or see me on the flyer that night. Not knowing that I've known the owner since they started this event, I've even hosted the event, I've even performed at the event, and I've been doing this about 12 or 13 years, a lot longer than you. Mm -hmm. And even in New York, I would be at events. So what I would do, I would purposely tell them I'm a beginner. Uh, I would look at them dance, and I knew you're not on my level. So I'm purposely going to ask you to dance you're going to get a little bit hesitant. You probably might say no. I'll purposely ask the person I know who dances, yeah, dance with me. And then you'll see me dance, and it's happened many times after. Um, I'll be just standing right next to the person, waiting for them to ask me to dance. And I'll just say, absolutely not. <laughs> but it's me being totally not caring because I understood your assumption. But you didn't realize the microaggression and the offensiveness because it's about, we're supposed to be about inclusion. We're supposed to be about uh, loving one another. We have people that have the same skin of a, skin as us, but also don't think like us. Mm -hmm. I think also we have, to, I had to understand just like you doing some self-reflection. The thing is too, we are our biggest critics. That's true. We can allow ourselves to progress or regress. We also understand that the same issues we deal with in real life, we deal with in the dance world. Yes. The same comments that people say about weight, the same comments that people say uh, about just your overall appearance, that happens in the real world, the superficial nature of what people perceive. Yes. And for me too, as a videographer, and I've talked to many people, uh, the inclusion of African-American people maybe people even from another continent in Africa. I have many people who have come to different events. And the one thing I've always been upset about and really annoyed with was the lack of black women oh, being yeah. included in the dance community more. Well, being bro, we, can, we can go into depth on that. That's, mm -mm. You know, and, ah. and for me, as a videographer, I saw it so much more because I'm filming, waiting to film someone, and I'm seeing a pattern and it's upsetting me. So I'm the one taking the initiative and saying, let me put this camera down and let me allow this woman to have an experience that she's not having 
I am not going to allow this person to spend $120 for a three-day weekend and maybe get three to five dances total. I can't because the thing is, a lot of times when in New York, the quote is, if you see something, say something. Be honest with you, most of us don't say nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> we nah. keep it pushing because keep, if it keep doesn't it going. involve us, yeah, it doesn't involve nah. us. But actually having you speak on this means a lot because you're not alone. There are people that are going to listen to this and watch this and say, wow, I went through the same thing. But the, also what I love about you is that you went through those situations and then you see fast forwarding how much appreciation and love you get for you sticking it out. Oh, yeah. Because I'm it happens is the same situation you've been through. I've talked to people that have left and never came back since that happened to them. You know, and seeing you persevere, it, it means a lot just hearing this story. So my question now is, you know, through those initial experiences, mm -hmm. and like you said, people like uh, Vinny, um, Power, and yeah. other different Zook artists really coming coming for you and you know befriending you and kind of guiding you around um when did you feel that you were fully comfortable in the zook world oh okay so that's um so i would say it was probably 2018 mm -hmm. i wasn't comfortable uh, 2018 was where it was probably the biggest, my biggest qualm with Zook. Because yeah. I, I, I went to another event. Like, I started started going out to more Zook events because I, I wanted to get more into the scene and everything. Yes. But my, like, I went to one event. And the event was great. Mm -hmm. But this is an issue I, I think that was there at the time. I don't know if it's still existing, but I, mm -hmm. I think it is. Um. And my skills are still, they're getting better, but they're still not, they're not there yet. It's not, yeah. it's not to me. They're still beginner. I know my basic, my lateral, <laughs> my, my, I know a little bit of that. That's pretty much all I had. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's a little close embrace, a little isolations, but I went to an event and I struggled mightily. Mm -hmm. Like I had probably one of the worst experiences there. And the event was, was ran successfully very welcoming welcoming organizer organizers but just my experience there as a beginner was terrible mm. like I, I felt like i felt like i was getting iced out and maybe it wasn't the case but for me my experience is my experience so i i was getting iced out i felt like the last day i probably danced with like four or five people i'm like and, mm. and this was from morning to like damn that night i was ready to go home like two days prior to, because I'm like, yo, I'm struggling, and like nobody's really, like I, I, I feel like nobody's enjoying me, or like I maybe I'm terrible. But yeah, one night I call, I'm like, I call up Vinny, and this is me, I'm crying tears, like yo, Vinny, I need you to get me right, cause I'm, I'm too damn stubborn to, to let anything like kick me, making me kick me out. So I call him up, I'm crying tears, I'm walking around, and like I'm, where I'm at is like everywhere is like a three, four hour walk. So I'm like, I took the I, yo man. It was so bad. I took the whole, I took the whole Sunday, and I knew it was gonna be a four hour walk to get to the social. I took the whole day. I by myself. I watched a movie. I said like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dancing. I'm not dancing any zook. I'm not doing any classes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that night I just like started crying. I called Vinny. Yo, I need help, bro. 
get me yeah. right. And then it took two, three months. And then we started working. Like Vinny started getting me there. And then also Andrea, Jerry, they were they were assisting me in the socials. They were dancing with me. So yeah. I started to, to become a bit more visible. And then I think this is where I started. My name started to pop up because I mm. I started traveling more because one um, I had classes a lot, so I couldn't really take I couldn't go to the socials during the week. And the only way I could go to a social would be to actually leave it because Zook was still on the up and up, but we didn't yeah. really have weekend socials a month. So I started going to other scenes, started getting to know a God. bit more people. So by that time, we're spending. Then this what that event was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. I needed. I, it was a four-hour walk. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was with I was with a group of people, but like we they so it could have been like a twenty-minute drive. But I was I was so upset at how the event, how my experience was going that yeah. I want to be myself, and it was raining. I had to buy some new socks and everything. Was, oh yeah, damn. It was bad. It was, it was bad. It was bad. It was drunk, I, I, I was I was so bad. I was so. But moving past that, so I would say two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. When I started traveling to new new scenes just to get to know people, yeah. started collecting names, you know, messenger. Then I started creating a little group chat of you know, not like some random people, like we on the low and low, like nobody really knows us, but we're enjoying ourselves, like yeah. And then 2019 December, like it took about a year or so. Denver elevation. That's where I'm like, okay, I finally yeah. made it. Like, was it 2019? Yes. It was the end of, yes, it was 2019. I finally, like, okay, I'm finally here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I've, I've made it. And there were a couple other experiences, like, in the video you show, um, yeah. in the, with the ISF, that, with Dancer and them, oh, man, those those those, those two women are, are, they're the best. They, 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 did the most extra thing they brought table because mm. I, I told one that yo i might come by I, I might fly around i'm like i'm not doing anything this weekend i might come by get so i bought my pass it was like really last minute i'm bored mm-hmm. so i went down to san francisco i come there mm-hmm. i see a portrait they have a portrait of my face and the table i'm like oh no y'all 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 extra so and then that sunday they yo I see on Facebook. Yeah. There's a line. There's a, there's a, they have like, you know, one of those lines. I'm like, nah, they, they, I'm like, yo, y'all, 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 y'all wild. But <laughs> y'all wild. That, that's when I got when I officially arrived into Zook. It was just like, all right. Because it, 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 it switched. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I don't like the idea of feeling like you have to be good or you have to really put yourself out there to be accepted. Yeah. But, because I'm also, I grew up very stubborn with mm. like, if, if I'm not good at something, I want to be good at it or understand it. And then also like, at a certain point, I'm like, I, I don't care what people yeah. think. So I'm, and plus being in New York, like you, you, you know, yeah. you know how to brush things off. So <laughs> I'm like, yo, either you going to move out the way or I'm a, like, I'm going to force myself in. I'm going to yeah. be there. I'm going to move you. If you're not going to yeah. move, I'm going to move you. So. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So that's how I fought with Zuka. I'm like, all right, if, you, if you're if not going to really open up easily, I'm going to just open the door myself, and that's it. And then I'm also bring the homies, too, because if I'm coming in, mm-hmm. I'm bringing others with me. 
because that that's how I felt. I'm like, yo, I don't want my own experience mm-hmm. to, you know, with, to for others to experience. It's not it. Then again, is that a fact of what happened? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe not. But again, it was my experience, so I want to make sure that others don't experience the same thing. Absolutely. I mean, through our conversation today of understanding your experience and realizing, and all honestly, you aren't alone, but also seeing the natural organic progression of your journey is important because what happens in the dance scene, whether it's salsa, bachata, zuki, zomba, many people, say again? Any of them. Any of them. What happens is especially there are people that love just a social dance, but then there's those dancers that say, I think I have the capabilities of starting to perform and then gradually go into teaching and becoming an artist, becoming a brand and realizing, talking to you, that that was really never the intention. It was always about just enjoying yourself, putting yourself in a sense in uncomfortable positions in order to understand a world that's not known to you. You going through those initial hardships, but like you said, 2019 or throughout 2016 up to 2019, going to classes, really being dedicated and committed to um, bringing more out of yourself than you saw before. 2019, that was also too, I was seeing videos, especially around that time from Denver, from San Francisco, and seeing videos of you dance. And I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. And the fact that you were from New York was awesome. So I was like, all right, perfect. New Yorker, I love it. Because honestly, I love artists that we see on flyers, but sometimes I'm going to be real. I get tired of seeing the same artists. I get tired of seeing the same groups from New York. I need refreshing. I need someone else from New York. I need, you know, I need something refreshing. And especially in Zook, uh, realizing it wasn't now just the performers that were just getting the recognition. It was also the dancers who just go to events and travel And I think people have to understand how important that is as an artist or as a dancer when you're traveling events like the Denver event, um, like the San Francisco event, especially with Zook. It has a different atmosphere. It has a different vibe to it. From the videos I've seen, the music, shout out to DJ, shout out to Vinny and Power. But with Vinny, I love, that was the first time I knew you could dance Zook to Final Fantasy. And I was like, yeah. oh man, yo, he, yo, son. I was Bro. like, what? <laughs> it was like, that's Final possible, Fantasy. but it's The Witcher. Yes. Toss your coin, toss a coin to your witch. I'm like, yo, he really played it. Yeah. And, but I think what I too appreciated so much, and this kind of helps me transition to the question presently, what we're mm-hmm. dealing with. But my question to you is when, you, like you said, having people like them appreciate you, kind of take you in under their wing and help you. Um, what was that feeling like? Of and it's a, it's a not funny question, but when you're dancing to Zook, yes. and pe- like, do you ever see people look at or try to be like, how is this possible to dance Zook to English songs that oh. you wouldn't consider? Because most people would assume that I've heard that. You dance Zook to Zook Brazilian Zook music. Yes. And how was that feeling, honestly, of like, you know, dancing to the hot 100, uh, to the R&B selections? What were those like? So it's actually, this is where I like to attribute 
or give credit to West Coast Swing because it's just a lot of range. So, yes. So you could hear, you could hear top 100, you could hear R&B, you could hear blues, like you mm. would hear all different types of music. And then when you got to, and then I did some fusion and that by itself, music wise is very, very, very different and radical. And it's also, it, it's a thing trip, it, it's fun. Absolutely. So then when I get to Zook, it's a lot of this Kizomba, this, this mm-hmm. ghetto Zook and Cabo Love. Then you also see the top 100. Then you see, then you get into spaces like Neo Zook. So it's a very spacey, very abstract. Yeah. And then you get into the music Vinny starts playing when, you know, he has that little gleam in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He sees the crowd having a good time and he says, all right. Yeah. Let's take let's take the rug off your table. Let's take the rug off the you know off the floor. Let's see how y'all do. <laughs> and then he puts up in Final Fantasy and everything. And I was like, oh oh man, where where are you or some opera music? Oh, man, Vinny. But with the beauty and enjoyment in Zook is how adaptable it is. Like I would mm-hmm. say to me, Zook is both a very chaotic dance and also a highly structured dance so there's chaos and what and the structure that is there so you can adapt to whatever is going around with you whether it be musically or even like in the space in the room mm-hmm. like it doesn't like especially with solas everyone's right next to each other tight yeah. packed and, and he's playing all the craziest you hear mario some Mario Kart music coming in. I'm like, yo, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he's here right now showing us love and, and yeah, yo, shout out to, to Vin. Yo, he, he knows this. I tell him all the time. Like, I will everything to him. But because he's going out there, mm-hmm. he's bringing the memories. Yeah. He's bringing, he's bringing, like, the things you grew up with, like, things you associate yourself with in your past. Like, oh, oh, really? You could really do this here? It's like, okay. Then that's you know Zook starts to feel more inclusive. It starts to feel like okay, there's a spot for me here. Yeah, which is which is why like to me Vinny is among top 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 DJs on my rankings and many other rankings if I had rankings. But like he's 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 that guy for me. Oh, absolutely. And trust me. And and actually, that's one. Of, you know, I'm not going to say too much, but it's okay. part of the the last segment we have okay, for sure. Okay. Uh, before that, but. Ebony Lee says, Solas is another experience. Oh, yep, that's wonderful. Vibe. That's a wonderful vibe. I, there's another thing. Um, So, and this is going back a little bit. As I got more comfortable with it, with Zook and everything, and I said it was, a, it was a bumpy, but there were also good moments in between, too. It wasn't all just, it wasn't all just struggle and strife and stress and everything. Mm-hmm. But so there will be times, especially when James or Vinny is saying, okay, there's not much movement around because sometimes yeah. there will be all these hour-long dances and everything, and you're like wondering, like, damn, yo, it's it's been four hours since I've like said hi to somebody or danced with anyone yeah. else. So what they would do is they would start breaking it up. They would start playing. They play a song, any type of song, and then like it's chaos and so you're switching with everybody. You're dancing with everyone in the room, mm-hmm. like, just, and they would do that either in the beginning or the middle of the night or at the end of the night, just mm-hmm. so that way everyone felt like they, like regardless of how your night went, there was at least one moment where mm-hmm. you were on the floor with everybody. Like you would, you mm-hmm. were part of the action. 
Man, I mean, and, and it's true for me. Uh, seeing Zook also as a videographer when I was yeah. at Chata Rosa, I would always try to go to the back of the room. Um, and to me, it was a different world. Um, yeah. one thing I can say, in total honesty, um, when I would go into the Zook rooms, you know, you had your prefix of people that were there, but one thing I appreciated was a different type of music, ones that I was so used to hearing that I was like, wait, this works. This is awesome. I need to watch it. But also the vibe of the people, because I feel, especially in my honest opinion, yes. that with Zook, there is really so much more connection. Yes. I happen to feel that with Bakshata, not just something, I mean, can be also with Salsa. Sometimes it can be a tug of war in terms of showing off at one yeah. point or another for some people, because I think too with. Bachata and salsa, you have those open breaks of just like doing your own thing, or you want to turn the girl a different way, or the worst part, trying to head whip and dip, mm -hmm. and it gets really crazy and complicated. <laughs> but realizing too that for me with Zook, um, it always had a special place in my heart. And I remember as we talked as well um, before, you know, COVID happened. Yep. Again, I was planning and I was actually going to message you about it, but just when everything happened that I wanted to make that initial transition and I wanted to do it in my way in a sense of talking to the artists that love that community and that are a part of it instead of someone just saying, oh, I got a camera. Let me just come and film you. No, I want to understand that community in a sense of how yes. do they like to be filmed, when they like to be filmed. Yes. What's the appropriate moment? Because it's not just about pulling out a camera with a light. For me, I actually love not putting light because yes. I like to capture people in their natural setting instead of them feeling like a deer in the headlights. Um, and I've noticed that, especially with Zook dancers, Zook, um, just Zook social dancing. It's a really an experience. It's an immersive experience. But I think a key word what Zook has Oh, for me, it really helps is evolution. Yes. The evolution from the Lambada, from back in the you know the late 80s and 90s of videos I've seen mm -hmm. dancing in the Brazilian streets, to now people are dancing like with Zook. You said there's ghetto Zook, there's different styles of Zook. Um, but the appreciation that the artists and the education that these Zook artists have and teaching yes. their students the right and wrong the right terminology, the wrong, the right movements, the wrong, because I think too a big detriment in terms of the dance community is that so many people feel they can be teachers before they're actual students, yes. you know? And so for my question now is, you know, with 2019 kind of being a, a really a, a good year for you, um, what was it like really when, you know, COVID initially happened and kind of everything just stopped all at once? Oh, it was, it was weird. Like I felt like I was kind of regressing back into uh, the person I was. Or I won't, I won't use the word regressing. It's just, like, I, I started going back into my little bubble, just hiding in my room, chilling. Like, there was no reason to go outside started communicating less. I still had my billion and one group chats that were still going on, but we started seeing decreased activity there. <laughs> but um, the thing was though, what didn't change is because I already, especially I owe Zook a lot 
to this yeah. whole perceived extroversion thing that mm-hmm. people think I am. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. It's, 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 um, I will. I actually started reaching out to more people mm-hmm. outside the U.S. Like, all right, yeah, let's 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 talk a little because it's the opportunity to get to know people more. I, for me, I felt like, all right, I'm stuck here. What I have is this phone on me and my fingers. I could go talk to people, call up people yes. like, yo, let's let's do something. And then eventually, um, and Ian Takashi, like that man. Oh, he, my God, I love that guy. Yo, love he's love blowing guy. up DJ-wise and, every, and everything. So we talked to uh, Steven. It's about to be brought it up. <laughs> so, so this is interesting. So Steven, Han. Ian and myself and a couple others. Like there was a, there was a. We had these challenges and lives going on. I remember. Like we we decided all right, and we all didn't talk. Like I'm talking to each of them individually because, like, but but they all brought the idea. All right. Yeah. The first thing was, and this is the beginning of, let's say let's say two three months into, the whole, pandemic. All right. Yeah. We know some people have the partners. Like we're we've all been well established in our homes. We're not going anywhere, but we know some people live with their partner, and some people solo dance themselves. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we call up the guy we know, Vinny. Yo, yo, we we bored. We need some sets, and you give us some sets. Give us three three different sets. Yeah. I, I I'm going to call up random people, and say, yo, we need you to go live. Mm-hmm. Go dance live. Just give us some, keep that fire going. I yeah. know it's it's tough for all of us going through it because like it brings up a lot of memories, and we didn't know when this thing would end. Yeah. So we were thinking a year, maybe two. Um, we still don't know. I still don't know now, but like we need. <laughs> I felt like we needed something to keep going. So me and Ian, we talked like, yo, we, how do we get people to just dance? Like we were talking in the group chat. You know, it would be really cool to see people yeah. dance to the same type of music, but like not know what type of music is coming up. Like just throw mm. and this is where your idea of range with Zook were like, let's every song be a different type of genre of music. Yeah. And we'll have different types of dances. So I'm like, all right, that's a good idea. So I call up people from Australia. I calling up random people from everywhere in the world, like, okay, we got mm. some people from Vietnam dancing. We got people from the States, Brazil, like Europe. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I don't know any of these people. I, it was just like, all right, let's, let's do a post. Mm-hmm. Somehow get spread around. Like, let's do some random stuff then. But the thing with, with the lives there where we weren't really targeting pros like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, at regular dances. But yeah. Like, you know, the I mean, some people were pros just because mm-hmm. of, you know, the business and everything. But we just we just want we just want the dancing aspect. We don't yeah. care about. We do appreciate the performance and the other stuff that come and tell it. But we want to get. We want reminisce. We want to see yeah. what's there. That dancing, like we just that's it. Like how I like to see when I talk about think about basketball. I just want to see mm-hmm. y'all play. I don't care about the <laughs> the theatrics. I don't care about the show bone. Let's just play. So with dance, that's how I feel about it. Like all right, let's let's do the dancing and then the lives they go on from. They've been going on pretty strong. I mean, now it's not as often, but like for the good part of the first half of the pandemic, it was there. And then Han and Steven, they said, yo, let's do some challenges. I'm like, yeah, what y'all got? I'm like, okay, you want to do blindfolded? Let's come up. I was just coming up with some random stuff and they came up with some <laughs> random stuff because we were like, yo, 
And this is when we start talking to pros, like, because we we want to see y'all stru- sweat. Mm-hmm. We've seen y'all perfect, wonderful, at the peak of your powers. Want to see you sweat a little bit so we all know you all are human. So we're mm-hmm. like, all right. And, and Gee, a lot of, I did a challenge with Gee because I wanted to take away certain things because I watch his dancing a lot. I'm like, all right, I want no clothes embrace. I mm-hmm. want just one hand hold. I want blindfold. I want you to do this basic only, no head movement. I want the dance to be as basic and difficult yeah. as possible. Like, what can you do within the basics? What can you do? With and then we started expanding it and switching up based on who's dancing and then also with other people. And like Heidi and Heidi and Sunny Day did their own challenges there too. Yeah. We got them to do some stuff as well. It's just like, wow, it just really, those challenges just really blew up. And it felt like the scene was still active, even though yeah. we're all in our houses and like pretty much tucked away, but there was still that fire going. And then also you see the emergences of other podcasts and other things mm-hmm. going on. Oh yeah, now we have to kill Keith. We, we have to. Like I, I, I've seen the man do so well. I'm like, all right, no, I need yeah. to see him sweat. I need to see. I want people to see him sweat a little bit, but he he, he would he would be fine. I need some adversity. Yeah, I need, I need, I need, show me you human. Yeah, and then we we got challenges for like the other like top top pros too. I'm like, oh, yeah. y'all like we Alex and Mattel doing stuff too. I'm like, oh, y'all mm, okay? All right. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I was just grateful that you know, all types of people, regardless of skill mm-hmm. or experience or level or background, people were participating. And uh, again, random messages from random people. I'm like, yo, okay, yeah. you want to do it? Go for it. And then a lot. I think the most enjoyable, the most enjoyable thing was the talking to people and seeing like the opening up, especially when they weren't really too attuned to the idea. And I know I'm yeah. rambling a lot, but. That idea of like, okay, I'm not really into all this life. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. don't forget all that. Like, just do it. Like, yo, yeah. your dance. I've already seen your dancing myself. And if I haven't seen your dancing, you know, I'm gonna go be. I'm gonna be in the chat giving you your flowers and other people. Like, Absolutely. this is about your your enjoyment and then allowing people to enjoy you. Mm-hmm. And that would those were the two things I try to stress to people. Like, yo, don't worry about being great because yeah. you already are. Just just show up. And we will enjoy you as you are, even if you don't enjoy yourself right there. And then you realize, like, five seconds later, they forget the cameras on, and they're yeah. just dancing, and then they're enjoying themselves laughing around and everything. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and for me, I think it's important because um, I was watching, really, of course, from the, the comfort of my computer, seeing what you were doing, that organic kind of approach to finding some type of solution set really everything shutting down, especially for the zoo community, but the community in general, um, seeing the challenges you were a part of or help creating, seeing the connections and networking you were able to do, having a person that I know from Australia telling me how much they appreciate you and how much they want to see you on here, that meant a lot because I'm like, I know this guy from New York, but I'm having Anna from Australia message me saying, you need to interview him. I need to hear from him. And that also shows the influence, but it shows how much people also appreciate you. And then for me, and I'm going to be honest, this is a way of me giving my flowers to you because you may not see the success of what you've been able to do or the impact, but others have. 
And even here, um, Panaki saying, and since then we have <laughs> a long way where people are scared when they can get that message of call from me. No, there's no need to be scared. If, if anything, is it's you know, it's, it's it, don't, don't even worry. Like sometimes I won't call you to go live. Like I'll call you to talk. You know, see how your day's going. Yeah, and, and you know, for me, the <laughs> you know. know it's true, man. Even Jeremy Hale here saying we all love Ifosa. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Man. Saying, you know, Ifosa is the God. We are blessed to have him. No, 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 no. I accept the last part. The God part. No, nah, nah, that ain't me, man. I'm, 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 I'm chilling. I'm just well, chilling. Y'all know that. I've been trying to tell y'all that for years now. I tell you that since 2016, from your humble beginnings to currently now, and really learning how to adapt in our yeah. community, because of course COVID is still here, but our dance community. Are finding ways the right people are finding the right solutions and right methods to bring back something we love what i appreciate is the organizers and promoters that are doing the right thing yes. not doing what they feel is going to help their bottom line yes. for me i appreciate the organizers and promoters that are bringing back events safely and i definitely do hope we get definitely back to a safer scene, I feel too our scene is going to look a lot different. Oh, Same true. people we knew are no longer going to be here, but there's going to be so many more new people. And I definitely hope for the best. I wish for the best. And I would say instead of calling you the God, we should take Jeremy's as you know. I've been finding it for like a year now or two. It's like, yeah. it it's I mean, forever. I tell you this, Ifosa, from you being in New York, out there in Long Island, yeah. from the comfort of your own home during this pandemic, you picking up that phone, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You're not realizing that small little message you sent out to people or those little challenges you give to people, how much people really appreciate it, whether they're the ones doing the challenge or they're the ones watching the challenge. Yeah. Having someone bring that opportunity up and people receiving it is great. Um, you know, my last question now, before we get into our last section called the randoms is from everything you've been able to see, yes. and of course with COVID still here, but things are opening up. Um, and when we do get back to some type of normalcy, what are you looking forward to seeing or what are the things you want to change when okay. you come back? So obviously I think the first thing, first thing first, um, the implementation and the betterment of women, particularly black women, yeah. I would like to see that, especially within the zoo community. Mm -hmm. If we're like um, the way it's structured, you know, um, you have a lot of top level women dancers, women teachers, women artists, DJs, and everything. Mm -hmm. So that that to me, and then to even go further, you also have a lot of top level black women and everything, yeah. but it's not about the topness of anything. Or mm -hmm. it's just, I would like to see that betterment, especially with the black women, because there's a lot of, especially as you start from a beginner to all the way to like, you get a little bit more known now. Mm -hmm. You see all the, the you see the little nastiness and the, the sadness that comes with, you know, with the bringing our issues from mm -hmm. real life to dance. And yeah. you're seeing how, Black women are getting passed up on our opportunities mm -hmm. for their compatriots or like for men. And <clears throat> there's, I have a whole idea on that, but like 
I would like to see that get mm-hmm. improved or addressed. Actually, yeah, to me, I would like to get rid of, but obviously, that's that it will take time. And yeah. um, we do have Laura, who's creating an organization. There's a there's mm-hmm. an organization, a professional organization, which will be trying to address or tackle on some of these things or mm-hmm. give some type of good guidance training or whatever is needed. Um, there's still a lot more being worked out. But um, mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's the implementation of bodies or organizations that or activities that better the investment, not only just for women, but also when we're talking about the uh, things like racism, sexism, mm-hmm. you know, transphobia and all that other stuff as well. Like all those, all those issues that we have, I would like those addressed, or at least like we see, we've seen how RC started talking about these things, especially yeah. 2020. We we oh, saw yeah. every once when George Floyd was murdered in broad daylight for nine minutes. He was getting murdered for nine minutes, and then finally that we saw the outrage. Mm-hmm. So that, and then we saw how that affected our scenes. Me being one of those, I was tight and pissed. So yeah, all Absolutely. those issues that we've been having, the ones we've been sw- sweeping on the wrong, those are the to me the first thing first I would like to get addressed or at least be worked on at the very mm-hmm. least. And we are seeing the steps yeah taking place. And for those who don't know, there are steps being taken in place now. Mm-hmm. Will it address it? We don't know, but I mean, time will tell. And. All we could do is hope for that. And then the other things I would like to see as well. Um, I would like people to, and I, the one beauty, I guess you could say in the other pandemics that people realize they have a lot of life to live, or at least there's yeah. a lot more life they need to address. Yeah. Like taking that time to respect the dance is great. It's wonderful. It's amazing. But your life is beyond the four or five hours that you spend on the social yeah. or the practice time or whatever like that uh, taking time to address those things that you need to do personally for yourself for your own betterment whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's you know learning something or resting or anything like that that needs to like people need to really enjoy and value themselves a little bit more both mm-hmm. mentally physically and all the other oh yes and Teresa's a, a wonderful organizer that yeah, that's she, she's great, but like just taking time to address your own needs, whatever they may be, mm-hmm. making the moves that you need to, whether it's you know moving to a different state or different country, mm-hmm. whatever it is, or studying something, maybe putting the dance on hold. Yeah, just knowing that it's okay, dance will always be here. Yes, <laughs> it's never gonna go away. Yeah, it'll always be here. I know it's a little different for those who are they, they make money through here, but yeah, uh, again, I mean. Your life is the only, you only have one life, so you should value that a bit more. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just hearing you because again, you are a spectator, you are a consumer of the product that these organizers want to give. So, what you're saying is important when you're talking about the inclusion, of, especially of black women, yeah. more and more the appreciation, especially socially, too. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, like when it comes to a social setting, yeah, when it comes to a social setting especially in our dance world, coming to a social setting, coming to even performance aspect, I think is very important. Yes. I think too is that what you also said was great was, you know, we, there are 
things being put in place to help make those changes. The thing what I want people to understand is what we're doing, what me and you are doing is starting the conversations that ultimately will make the changes because with these conversations that I have weekly with artists, I'm giving the naive people the blueprint or the solution to say, you can no longer tell me you don't know. Yes. You can no longer tell me I don't know what to do. I don't know how to solve this. I'm giving you it from, quote unquote, the horse's mouth. The same issues that we dealt with pre-COVID, I would love to see them being solved post-COVID. Because, you know, you don't really want to just go back to square one and it's just the same old scene. I want to see some change. I want to see some growth and progression. And again, I really appreciate just us having this conversation, understanding just not who you are as Ifosa the dancer, but Ifosa the person, because your experience, your story, your opinions matter. And for me, like you said as well with George Floyd, how much that hurt, but how much as well so many of us have hurt. Um, Even too, me being very honest and vocal about my opinions, I let people know, hey, These are my opinions. I know many people understand or agree with what I say, but I think the difference between me and many other people is how I say it. Because what I want people to understand is I may have a different opinion than you, but I will never shut you out because I won't give you that satisfaction of saying another person shut me out and didn't want to listen. Having people on here or having conversations with people, the same stuff that we're concerned about, they don't understand. But I have to take a step back and say, I understand now. You can't understand my experience. You are naive to my experience. I can't fully blame you for what you don't know. But when I give you this dialogue and you have more understanding, you can no longer be naive. And you have to realize, too, I would say before we transition is 2020 showed a lot. Whether it showed the vulnerability of the dance community, whether it showed the true intentions and true beliefs of some of the very dancers you love and what they really feel. When you see the same topics we talk about and people don't understand, or when they say read the comments, yeah, read the comments. Because the same people that when we're concerned about the next police killing or killing in our neighborhoods, and this is something that really irks me. It's the same people that want to write just waiting from the popcorn. Those little comments irk me because you're not really here to have a dialogue. You're You're just here to see the bullshit. And I'm hoping, and especially with my platform, I'm going to be vocal about it. The same way I would want to check people, I want them to check me too. When they see me doing things wrong, it's because I want accountability more. That's what I want to see. Accountability more and our community as a whole, whether you're a dancer or not. Because now people had time to be at home, people had time to kind of marinate. So when we get back out there, I really want to see where your heart lies. I want to see what your intentions are because I've realized, especially throughout this year, especially when it comes to race relations, the very dancers you love dancing with, now you get to see who they really are. Oh yeah, and during, during this whole thing, you saw a person. I saw a lot of them absent from it. So th- this is just me. I and I, I like to document and remember these things. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> like there's a there's a lot. There's a lot. I have not forgotten. Oh, I may be still talking with you, you know, buddy, buddy, and everybody. I have, I have not forgotten. And there will be more when it's time. There'll be more that I'm expecting of you and will require of you when when it's time for those certain actions. Like oh, when, yeah. when there are certain moves that need to be made, I will be calling you personally and saying, yo, we need this. And then based on your response and whatnot, then obviously we, we know where, where that is. Absolutely. Basically, it's just now understanding the same people we knew a year ago, and now we really know them. Yep. Now we know how to maneuver around them. Now yes. we know how to gauge them. Now we know where their intentions are and how we should uh, act around them or even allow them how we allow them in our circle. So I think, too, the big thing is throughout this whole year and beyond is a lot of self-reflection. Yes, a lot of self-reflection. <laughs> so, education as well, too. That's 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 important, too, because a lot of people don't know. And that's fair. It's a you don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. But now, you. Oh yeah. You, I mean, there's. I don't think there's any more excuses to say that you don't know. It's, it's been out there. It's Absolutely. out there. With <laughs> multiple outlets. You can ask anybody. It's it's there. Thank you, man. And and now it helps me to transition to our last segment called the randoms, which okay. is ten questions that's going to allow me and the audience to get to know you a lot better. Uh, so all I need to know, man, is when you are ready, but also during the segment, I might be also answering some of the very questions Please do. I ask you. Please so do. It should be very interesting. So all I need to know, man, is when you are ready. I'm ready right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Number one, who makes the best Jolof? Oh, easily. Uh, I mean... Let me, let me break this down for y'all. <laughs> there, there, there are two types of jollof. Mm. There is the correct, the righteous, okay. the most holy of them. Nigerian jollof. Mm. And then there's everything else. <laughs> That's it. Everything else. But particularly Ghanaian jollof, where y'all be putting carrots and oh. whatnot, raisins and stuff. Oh, it tastes sweet oh. and everything. Yo, y'all. Mm. And and then you got you could you could text me right now. You could call me. I'm I'm here to say it. Nigerian jollof is the correct and one true jollof. Everything else is is, is flagrant. Oh, I love it. I love it. But yes, I'm I, I'm here, to, and they know I've said it, and I'll, I'll continue to say it. I'll get a shirt too. Make the shirt. <laughs> Don't make me because I'll make yeah. a shirt or a hoodie or something. We'll yeah, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. Like mm. I fucked to that. Part. They, they All right. <laughs> Next question. If you could dance at a social right now, yeah. give me one follow. Who would that be? Uh, that's hard, but also kind of easy because I've been mm -hmm. thinking about this follow for like a while now. Gigi from Austin, Texas. Gigi Ho. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I love dancing where we've only danced like two or three times, but like she brings out like everything. Like if I think there are certain like skills or like, Class, like little things in my head, like because I I'm an engineer. I like to think of things as like little classes, or yeah. uh, rather, since I'm a software engineer, there's a lot of classes, a lot of different like mm. attributes, skills that like, I think I may have. GG brings all of that out, like, and I have the best of times. So, I like I feel like the best version of myself. I love it. I love that. All right, next question is, what is a dream vacation destination? Oh, oh man, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know. I've been, I'm not really well traveled, 
very much, but I think anywhere where I can just go put the phone away, or maybe I might need the phone to navigate, but like I can go enjoy myself. Like there's a lot of good people. I get some some food to eat, mm-hmm. you know, just do my little dancing, just just enjoy myself. Like I've I'm curious about Singapore. I'm curious about Japan. Like mm-hmm. those things. Like I would like to explore the places outside of dance. Like a lot of the times I go to event, I would just go to the hotel, pack mm-hmm. my bags and never leave. But then um, like the last event like I really like traveled to, I think was like Prague. And that was the first time I actually ever went around a place. We did some sightseeing. I'm like, yo, this is really dope. And now with the pandemic, like a lot of the things is a lot of uh, something I want to practice is like whenever I travel somewhere is to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Warsaw Festival would be nice to go to. But um, it's just to see the sights and then mm-hmm. see things outside of just the dance and then explore that with people who are there so we could explore yeah. the non-dance stuff. Yes. In, Thank you. And dance. <laughs> All right, next question is, oh, actually, you know what? I'll answer that question. My dream destination would be Northern Lights. I believe that's in Iceland or some areas you can see it. But Iceland has been like one place I always wanted to go to from a video standpoint, Mm -hmm. filming, but just getting away, getting away from the hustle and bustle of New York and literally somewhere way off the beaten path. Iceland is definitely one of them. Next question, which I will also answer, okay. is what event? If you could be at one event right now, what would it be? And it can also be an event you've been to or one that you would love to go to. Oh, that's a great question. So an event that I've been to, and it's my favorite event just because mm-hmm. it's central. And actually, oh, damn, that's hard. That's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to rush into that question and not really answer it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love Denver because it's very central and everyone that goes is amazing. I think it's the one event where, like, I'm very mental. So when I dance, like, I tend to have struggles a lot. But I went there and it was just amazing regardless. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't matter. I'm like, it didn't matter how I was feeling. It was just, it was great regardless. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. um, Well, for me, wait, so. That I'm, event, the Denver, was it Evolution? Elevation, okay. Elevation. I, w- I would like to go there because it would be like a little reunion. But mm. I would love to go to Warsaw because I it was the last, it was one of the events that I wanted to go to last year before everything closed up. And yeah. I passed on it. And this was because I broke my laptop and everything. So I had to, mm. I couldn't buy the flights to go there, the tickets. Oh, and yeah. I had just <laughs> went to Prague. The, the Prague Super Marathon, which is amazing. So I want to go out there and see all the European followers. And the, the, there will be comments on that later um, on that controversy. Right. But I want to see them and the others again. Awesome. Awesome. I would say for me, yeah. um, and I hope everybody's listening, one event that I would love to go to attend but also film in the future is Interfusion. Oh, yes. That's a, that that's event I've heard... From the visuals I've seen, from the vision, uh, just from just everything just works. It's really that I would consider a true immersive experience. From the visuals I've seen of what they've captured, the ambiance, the atmosphere, it's something like just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful and organic. It's not commercial for me. Of course, it's 
it's pre presented to um, attract people to come, but for me, it just feels right in a way in a way of saying that. So I definitely hope for the future. I would love to come to Interfusion, get that experience uh, because I think also a lot of the people I know who've attended, yes. they just like once I asked them how it was, the, the grin, the smile, the, the I can true. see the memory within their eyes of like they wish they could just be there. Yeah, that's um, a, that's <laughs> a life changing event. It's like every time I go there, that bandage gets yeah. ripped off. Like the thing you've been holding back, you you don't want yeah. to, you like talk about, or you didn't want to that area of growth that mm -hmm. you need. Interfusion will go and just say, "Yo, all right, yo, it's time." Absolutely, and, and it, I work. Like, yeah, I feel like for me, it's a, a place of inclusion, which I, I love. Um, and it's just all types of people that come. So I definitely hope for that in the future. For me, uh, whether it's next year or the year after, I'll definitely be there for sure. So hopefully that works out. My next question to you is... Before you ask the question, yes. can I interject? Um, Kristen, if you're seeing this, and he's the organizer, please bring <laughs> this man to interview <laughs> Like, this is, you know, the, and I, I, I rarely use this word, but the, the way, the asset that Diamond is, he will bring about bringing up, he will be able to share stories in a way that we don't capture them, not only in Zoop, but in dance in general. Like he will be able to bring a different type of life and exposure and in a way that's in align with what she, the mm -hmm. mission is of in the future. I think the union between you two would be mm -hmm. wonderful. So please bring this man, whether it's this year, next year, whenever, please this year, this this is 2022. <laughs> this is the year that I would like him there. But you know, I'm just putting this out there. Like, please bring Diamond as and I, I, I would not vouch for a person that I did not believe in. And I 100% believe in Diamond. After all, he was one of the first guys to ever put anything when we had the sexual harassment, sexual assault yeah. thing coming out. You 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 popped up the live. You you. You gave us much needed answers or at least exposure to things. And I, Tristan, if you're hearing this, if you're not, I'm going to send you a message anyway. So you'll hear it eventually. <laughs> I'll cut, maybe I'll cut the clip. But like, yo, this, please bring this man to in the fusion, whatever capacity or role. But just please. And in a way that works with both of you, of course, obviously, we, we're not in the business of listen, man. I, I, but like, yo, <laughs> please bring this man. But all right, I'll stop I appreciate that so much because, again, I, I just love the dance community in general. Yes. I love, of course, what dance brings to us. And for me, too, my vision definitely for the future is, of course, bringing this platform to a public forum. Meaning, is um, like absolutely, that. I mean, in the sense of. You know, in the future, going to events, having a person like myself going throughout the event, uh, doing live interviews with people at the event backstage before they go on stage, uh, talking to different social dancers while they're at the social in a certain area. Hey, tell me what's happening tonight. Tell me what was one of your favorite acts. Tell me, you know, because I think, too, especially with social media, we love to get to know people. Yes. So now when there's something that is a sense of normalcy and we can go to events, yes. not just you're not just only going to see a recap for two minutes. You're going to have a person who's in the dance community talking to the very artists you love, talking to the attendees at these events. And that helps bring more people because people can feel like, wow, I will actually be looked at and cared about. 
Um, because again, I think too, for so long, you know, with our organizers and promoters, they've done as much as they can, but yes. there always can be more. Yes. But in a sense, having a person like me who's from the community, yes. who cares about the community, who knows what the community wants, but you know, a person from the community, not just a, a outside entity that saw one video and said, Hey, I want to come, but a person who cares about it because you know, through dance has helped us all. Um, yeah. Interfusion and Denver Elevation um, yeah. and so many other places I definitely have on my wish list and bucket list for the future. So, you know, you never know what the future holds, but I definitely hope to attend that event in the future as well. Next and, question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to, I just remember something. Yo. And not just Interfusion, but other yeah. events like where I, and in my head, and this is in my head. So the workings of my head. I think in Zook, we're at the stage where we need a bit more. We need more exposure. Mm -hmm. We need more stories being told, more intimate stories being told. And you coming into that, into our community would allow us to take the next stage. Mm -hmm. Next, like we, we've seen, we've seen how big West Coast Swing is. We see how big Salsa is. And I think you coming in and bringing that these these podcasts, these stories, and all these other ideas that you have into Zook will allow us to go even further in our development. And I, I'm hoping any organizers that's listening, please talk to this man. And anyone who's listening to this and go send this to your favorite organizer and your no, no, your favorite organizer, the, the respectful ones. We don't want to send it to the worst ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, send it to the good ones. Yeah, the send it to the good ones. And yeah, just please, like, yo, yeah, I'll just work with this man because he has a lot to contribute and he will take us, him and those after him will take us to the next level, Damn. in my opinion. I, I, I want to be the Ryan Seacrest of our dance community. It would, it would, be, it would be great to have it. It would be great. I know some people may be uncomfortable by the idea, but this is like, but again, everyone has a choice to participate. Exactly. Like their own participation is up to their, it's, the, it's their choosing. So they don't have to engage in that. But for the, it will allow us to get, invite more, bring more people. And then also those who've been chilling in the science, but they like to, they'll get some access to seeing how the development has been since they've left. And yeah, they can like, oh, yeah. yeah, I might, I might come back. It's, it's looking, more and more dope. I'm like exactly right. because also too you can see what the event is like yes. in real time. Yeah, exactly. And you wait to the end of the event. Yeah, the recap and everything, which yeah. is great. But yeah, yeah. it's I, nice. I, you know we got some things in the works, so we'll see what yeah, happens. I'm with it. I'm with it. Whatever you need, let me know. All right. Next question. Favorite color. Favorite color. It's purple. I love it. And I don't own anything purple, sadly, but it's my favorite color. There you go. All right. Next question is. I'm gonna give you two cities. Go ahead. I need you to say, you know, which one you'd rather go to. Yes. L.A. or it's, it's New York, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's New York. That's the answer. But but either city, it's New York. But it, go ahead. Uh, L.A. or Wells. You know what? I was gonna say L.A. Uh, or Denver. Oh. But New York could still be the answer, no matter. Oh, uh, New York is still the answer, but um, in terms of just like, for dancing, because I know dancing, they have really big scenes out there as well, whether it's Zoo mm -hmm. or other styles. I've never, if I were to go to LA, it would probably not to dance at all, actually. Mm. Like they, they have Zook and it's cool and they got a lot of really yeah. great, phenomenal dancers and teachers there. But like, 
if I was to go to LA, I would go there to to chop up with my cousin and hang out with him. But if I was to go to Denver, I would go there for dance. Gotcha. Okay. I'll go there for dance. All right. Perfect. Next question is in New York. Give me one of your favorite dancers. Oh, and just God. one. I mean, it's easy, but I just had this dramatics. Um, Irene. Okay. Irene Martinez or on Facebook, she goes as Randy Martinez. Yeah, I she she has taken me to like heights unknown. Like mm-hmm. yeah, all that I like she I have there was a time period where I had the biggest fear of head movement. Mm-hmm. And like I and everyone has seen head movement or has an idea of what it is. And for me, it was the most disturbing hardest challenging thing about understanding this dance and irene had like and she made it feel possible like it, i could do nothing wrong or i could do everything wrong and it will still, right. still be right it will still be right that's so yeah i i yeah she, she's up there in general as one of my yeah. favorites but yeah i in new york yeah she's definitely that that's that's the one perfect all right next question and this is for our New Yorkers. Yes. At the end of the season, what seed will the Knicks be in? Oh, that's a tough question. Mm. That's a tough one. Like, it depends. I mean, right now we're 106. The Phoenix four. is up 106, 102 against the Knicks. And what? I mean, four? three minutes to go. So I'm thinking, to me, I think all said and done, I think fourth seed. Keep fourth it at seed. Fourth seed. I, I think we'll be at the fourth end. I, it would be nice because I'm, I'm comfortable. I do not want to see the Bucks in the playoffs <laughs> if I can avoid them. Yeah. I don't. I don't like how Randall and um, Giannis match up together. But mm. I'm okay. I'm not praying for it. But if we do meet Brooklyn, Kyrie, mm. KD, Harden, they all suffer injuries sometimes. Harden. Tends yeah. not to show up. I don't like Harden anyway, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> or if we meet, or if we meet Philly, like I, I feel a bit more comfortable on how we match yeah. up, even though it'll still be a tough out. But I, I think the fourth seed would be a comfortable spot for us. Okay, I love it. I love it. All right, <laughs> second before last question is: mm-hmm. What's a special talent that you have people wouldn't know? Right question. I feel like I don't talk much about any of those things. Talent. Um, hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, besides, oh, like if I say I learned things really fast, but I mean, yeah, made, fast learner. Yeah, I would say that. Um, or rather, I'm I'm just like really stubborn. I think that's a talent. Like I am just <laughs> like it doesn't. I am stupid, stupidly stubborn and patient with it at the same time. Like, yeah, I will, I will be stubborn person. Yeah, I will focus on one thing until it feels right, no matter how long we're keeping on. Like it, it to a point where, um, money wise, it, it's been regretful. Like, um, like <laughs> I, I, like I, I may say, yo, let's do an hour private. Yeah, and then I'm like, yo, nah, let's keep going. Like, well, it might go from one hour to six hours. Oh, my Lord. Damn. Yeah. 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 I'm like, nah, it's been bad. But, um, God. And, like, it's just like, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll leave until I'm done. But, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That, that's a talent in itself. And the last question is 
what do you see as the outlook of our community going forward? Not just in terms of the the conversations we want to yes. see, but just kind of the, the physical outlook of your zoo community. What do you think, what do you feel it's going to be like initially when you come back? Initially, um, I think there'll be a lot of downscaling of events. That's the first thing that pops into my head. Um, a lot of events will be smaller. Um, mm. There will be some, there will be an adjustment period, obviously, of getting used to things and everything. But I think there will be a lot of, there will be a focus switch, yeah. like from artists to more DJs, mm-hmm. which is, I think that's been coming up more and more, like you see. And there will be a lot of focus of talent within the sphere that you're in. Like, especially, and and this is uh, giving you all a little insight on my how, how my head works. Um, I'm thinking for with the for the within the year, we'll have a lot of difficulties with um, visas and all this other mm-hmm. legal work. So I'm thinking there'll be a lot of focus and the, the development of talent within the U.S. or North America in general. Yeah, and a lot of them coming, and we have a lot of talent as yeah. so. There'll be a lot of more appreciation of that talent, a lot of focusing on that talent, which I think is much needed. But then eventually, you'll see. It start to scale up and scale back to where we we're and go. There'll be a shift. Like it won't mm-hmm. be so it will be both interesting. So we've created a lot of different things like with Zook Nerds or right yeah. when I'm saying we, I mean I'm when I'm saying we, I'm talking about like Ali Son and yeah. me and them. But when I say we, I'm talking about the community in general. Yeah. But so we've created a lot of different things, a lot of different platforms. Like you have Zook Nerds, you have a lot mm-hmm. of different podcasts that are talking about different areas of dance of, of zook in particular whether it be the technical mm-hmm. aspect or the mental how to approach it um how to the mindset the emotional the physical like there's a lot so i think there'll be a because just before covid i think there was a trending of mm-hmm. of all the of all the various styles like yeah. you saw a lot of people getting curious about lombada you see a lot yeah. of people exploring different types of Zook, whether it be Neo or R&B Zook or whatever terminology. Like, and yeah. then we also seen, I think there'll be a lot more knowledge. And there'll be yeah. a lot of more blending, I think. It'll just be, mm-hmm. eventually, maybe one day we'll just call it either Lombardo or Zook, whatever, or whatever yeah. term is. But <laughs> I think there'll be a lot more simplification, a lot more exploration, a lot more deep dive as well, too. Yeah. That's that's where, so basically, all in all, just be more exploration and more Exactly, because we're seeing a lot of collaborations with artists that we would have never seen before. Like, yeah. like there's a lot of, you, you see, um, and not to say that Paloma wasn't working with this because she was, mm-hmm. but you've seen Paloma working with everyone, like yeah. everyone in Brazil, like she's of all types of generations. You see her working with, um, with, I was Issa uh, and a couple others as well. Then you see a lot of, you see, William, Arthur, Leo, all them doing things together. And then you see, I guess, the next tier or the next two tiers down, depending mm-hmm. on how people like to think about it. You see a lot of co- collaboration. You see Devin working with Guy, Jerry yeah. working with others. So like, it's, it's, it's that, that collaboration. That's the word. There'll be a lot more collaboration with artists, a lot more exploring. Artists will be exploring. Mm-hmm. The depths of their dancing, the depths of their teaching, because artists, teachers rather, they have to learn how to 
learn and also learn how to teach differently. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you see with the expanding of the online platform where, you know, remember back in the day, they would say, YouTube learning? Nah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, that's a total. But now you see that. <laughs> that's coming up more now. <laughs> that's the last year showed that's that whole quote is bullshit because yeah, the same people I was saying that are the same people uh telling people to come to their online class. So yeah, yeah. you can <laughs> nip that in the bud. But yeah. I appreciate uh this, um, especially this last segment, uh, because it again it helped myself and the audience get to know you a lot better about you and me. Uh, I think too as well to answer also that final question. Mm-hmm. Um before we end is yeah, I really believe collaboration and adaptation. Yes. We have to learn to adapt to the situation at hand because with what we're going through still with COVID, it is a airborne virus. It is yes. a virus that thrives on people being close in proximity. That and what are we in the dance world where we love to be close. There's, <laughs> I understand you want the, the dancer to pass you, but there's only so much passing before you got to get a little more closer together. Exactly, yeah. So I, I definitely hope our community learns to adapt, but also learns to collaborate and have conversations more. The same conversations that we have privately with our own friends, have them with people that maybe don't look like you, yes. don't understand you. Yes. You know, so I definitely think we have a brighter future. And I'm it brings agreed. me now to our conclusion of our talk tonight um from the comments from honestly just your dialogue from start to finish um i'm thankful that i have a person like you in our community because uh whether like you even told me you're not a pro uh for me i think again you're an artist you might not always see it you might not always think it but even through these comments here having people that appreciate you people who live in la people who live in new york and abroad uh realizing that you have made an impact especially over this past year with influencing the same professionals that you love or even just the dancers that you've seen at events prior, seeing them being influenced by your dialogue, you putting those messages out and people receiving it and kind of giving back. And, you know, folks, I appreciate you coming on tonight because um, it reassures me that our dance community will be in good hands going forward, uh, whatever, whatever fields it's in. Um, I definitely hope there will be people who can listen to this, or I really know there will be people that can listen to this and learn so much, whether it's about um, realizing that sometimes we can be our harshest critics, but also realizing that when you have people that believe in you, uh, you can really achieve so much. So I really thank you again tonight for coming on. I think everyone who's been able to tune in and listen, uh, thank you again, Stefan Yen, saying thank you to oh, our yes. He, he's he's to me. I think Steph, Stephen is one of the heroes of this whole, especially mm. within the Zook scene during this pandemic time. Yeah. He's he's come out. He's unified. He's he's brought a lot of artists up. Like like he's he's taking classes with everybody. So yeah, he's basically the dictionary encyclopedia. Every Yelp of all he's he's <laughs> done a lot for this community. So I'm I'm grateful to him, Han, and others as well. Um, you know, this is Kelly as well from DC. <laughs> like those, I, I'm like I look up to those people, mm-hmm. even though they may say it's the other way around. But I look up to them because, mm-hmm. like, what they're doing to me is like the impact that, like, yeah. it's that direct impact to to people's lives and the bettering of it. And then they're also bringing the scene together, just like regardless of how they feel personally. Mm-hmm. I I am grateful to 
you you three and everyone else your contributions to this community. So thank you, man. Absolutely. And thank you to you too, man. Like just bringing me here, man. I you know I was resistant when you first asked. You I, know, know. I said, "Nah, I ain't ready." And da da da. And then you brought up again. I don't know. You got me at a good time or something. But I it's just I I thank you for you know sticking with it, being with me throughout this and just letting me talk and rant and all the other things. Like I, I'm I not always factual, but I enjoyed this. No, I, I appreciate it because again, as you were distant in a sense, I was persistent yeah. because I yes. knew yeah. this was a person I wanted other people to hear because I knew you had so much to offer, especially the impact and influence you had over this past year. With me creating this platform, having artists like you and others on, it means so much because this dance world has given me so much joy, has helped me grow very quickly. Yes. Um, but it's also given me so much appreciation for the artists I love because I know what it takes. And, and But I also appreciate not just the artists you see on a flyer, but the dancers that come and have a great time and kind of escape from their own reality. Because again, people like you have stories. People like you are not just dancers, you're human beings. So I'm glad that I could have you on and have people appreciate you. Like you see in the comments and more of the I, comments. I haven't we're... read the comments yet. So oh, man. I'll, this, I'll take, this, this, this take a look at them. Absolutely. I, I tried not to read it this time because I didn't want it. I just want to be in the moment with you and everything. So I don't want that to be skewed. And also I want to like, talk from within so i didn't want to like start tailoring or my the way i talked or anything <laughs> like that i just want to keep it like no worries yeah, this, this was a very engaging and mm -hmm. wonderful experience like it brought up things that like i even remember or didn't even want to remember but like i i, I like there, there's an honesty and integrity yeah. with how you do things and i appreciate that and the, the vulnerability as well i really I appreciate all that I appreciate it too because just as you are honest and transparent, that's how I want to be because you know the same stories that you've been through, whether they're good or bad, there's so many people that have been through it but don't have that intestinal fortitude to really speak on it because they feel others won't understand. But I want people to understand. Um, I understand. I know I've been through so much in my life, whether it's in the dance world or the real world, but I've never let it consume me. I've been able to digest yes. different things within my life and learning how to um, use it to my benefit and realizing now that, again, having an artist like you that I also call a friend and realizing that I know that your story matters and people feel that you matter, that's what matters. So, you know, I definitely thank you, Ifosa. I thank everyone tuning in tonight to another special episode of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast. This was episode 113. And definitely, I hope, Ifosa, to have you back on. Yes. Next time I want to have you back on, I actually want to have a panel about two or three of the Zook artists. What we want to do. We'll definitely get into the nitty-gritty of things yeah. as well and keep having this great conversation. So I really appreciate you, Ifosa, coming all the way from Long Island out here, me, myself, in New York City. And everyone has been able to tune in. Thank you all. I really had a great time. Uh, Zook, the scene, wherever you are, I'm we're coming for you. Bro. Well, I'm coming. We ready. I, I got the carpet ready. <laughs> we, we got the car, the plane. Like we got the boat too. Whatever you need, whatever form of transportation. Like if I gotta carry you there myself, 
<laughs> Yo, I, I want you here. So absolutely, let's, let's find a way to make it happen. Whoever absolutely, we gotta talk to. I think our community, and I know our community needs more people like you. So I thank you. I thank everyone tuning in as well on as well as on thubakshataradio.com. And also after tonight, this episode will be on Spotify, Google, Apple, and other streaming platforms. So thank you all for an amazing episode. See you soon. Everyone, please.